listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth talking music today looking forward to chatting with dr marriott at concordia seminary in st louis thanks to concordia university wisconsin for their support of the coffee hour you can find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon joining us today the reverend dr jim marriott he's craft chair for music arts director of music arts at concordia seminary in st louis dr marriott thanks so much for being our guest on the coffee hour it is my pleasure it's always great to be with y'all so the life of music, the role of music at Concordia Seminary, it's, a, it's just, it seems like an important part of seminary life. And uh, you always get to, to play a, a fun role in the, the way music is a part of life at Concordia Seminary. You have a concert series again this year. Tell us about why you have a concert series at Concordia Seminary. Yeah, that's great. So first of all, it really is an honor to be able to do music at Concordia Seminary. And I, I cherish uh, every minute of it. And there's always great musicians that I get to work with. And uh, our concert series really gives us the opportunity to partner with the community as well. So it, it connects the seminary community with the wider St. Louis community. And uh, it's to celebrate the gift of music in a really profound way. So I, I really cherish it. I'm very thankful. All. And yeah, so we're, we're doing our concert series again this year. And it's an exciting group of programs. And I'm, I'm very, very thrilled with the different performers that we'll have this year and kind of the robust concert series that we'll have. Yeah, there's always a lot of opportunity, especially here in this area, to bring in all kinds of different people, especially Lutheran musicians and different groups to bring them onto campus. What has been the the experiences of the people who attend these over, I mean, last year I know is weird, but but in, in previous concert series, what have, what have those experiences been like for people to have the, these different different types of, of performances to listen to. Right. So I'm going into my seventh year here at the seminary. It's just amazing wow. how time has flown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, each year, our concert series has been a little different and we've offered different kinds of programs. And uh, we've always heard really great comments from people who really cherish the variety of programs that we offer and the quality of programs that we offer. It, it really is very unique that we have the opportunity to do this in this place. You know, our Caroline concert happened over the summer and it was very well attended again this year and just amazing how many people were there and how many of them commented how much they cherished these programs and the opportunity to gather for these concerts. So we hear that all the time and it really motivates us to, you know, to kind of ramp up this program again and to, to find as many ways as possible to use music to proclaim the gospel not only for our seminary community and for the formation of pastors and church workers, but also just as a blessing to St. Louis as a whole. Sure. How do, how do these concerts kind of fit into that life of the church within all of, all of that life together that we have? What is that place of, of uh, these concerts and experiencing music together in the life of the church, whether or not you're a seminary student? Yeah, that's a cool question. So music always kind of plays multiple roles for us as Lutherans, right? First of all, it gives us the opportunity to celebrate God's goodness. It's a beautiful gift of God. And so there's this dynamic of beauty that goes with music as God's friend. So it just points us right back to who God is and what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. And that leads to the didactic element of it, the teaching element, that um, music becomes 
as Luther said, the handmaiden of theology, where music and theology go together uh, to proclaim the gospel in a profound way. So that's where these things come together. It's just, it gives us the art of music and a unique opportunity for proclamation. So that serves our, our campus community because it's both edifying and teaching us about who God is and how we are called to uh, proclaim him in our lives. And it also reflects that to the, seminar, or to the St. Louis community as well. And it makes a unique contribution to the art community of St. Louis. Many of the beautiful artistic offerings in St. Louis really point us to beauty and aesthetics, but not all of them point us to Christ and to his work for us and for our salvation. So we get to do both. And I take that privilege very seriously when we craft these concerts. Tell us about the musicians who uh, make up this concert series at Concordia Seminary. Yeah, so that keeps evolving too. It's um, <laughs> really exciting. This year, we will have, we're partnering with the Bach Society of St. Louis through a generous gift of LCEF, and they'll be doing one of our concerts. So that's a fun partnership. And we'll also invite Dr. Laura Ellis from the University of Florida to come and do an organ and carillon concert. So the Bach Society is here in October and uh, Laura Ellis is here on May 8th. Uh, and uh, so we've got those kind of premiere performances and then we do after chapel concerts once a month. And these after chapel concerts are kind of a diverse group of performers. I'll perform one on the organ, our touring choir, Ladamus will perform. And then we're also partnering with Concordia University of Nebraska to bring in Renata Peppercorn, who will perform on the organ. So she's a, a senior at Concordia University of Nebraska. We're excited to, to welcome her in. We have a second year student here at the seminary, Wynn Duncan, who plays trombone. He's a fantastic trombonist. And so he'll give one of the programs. So you can kind of see it's a very eclectic group of performers that, that they do a variety of things. And this year, we're adding a new dynamic to our concert series where we're doing hymn festivals. So we'll do three hymn festivals throughout the year. And this is really just driven by the opportunity to revive congregational singing and to celebrate the artistry of good hymnody and uh, just the, the beauty and the diversity that are the hymns that we sing as God's people. And uh, so these hymn festivals become artistic experiences themselves where we really can combine art and theology in a, a profound way. There's so many things I want to know, but one, one question at a time. Um, yeah. <laughs> going back to the premier concerts, Box Society and Laura Ellis, those sound like really, really great concerts. Do you know what the Box Society is going to be uh, performing yet, or is that still TBD? Yeah, I think they had sent me a, a program proposal, but I don't remember... <laughs> offhand uh, exactly what they were going to sing. Um, so forgive me for that. I don't, I don't, I'm not fresh on those details. But I mean, when I looked, when I looked at it, it looked like good music. So, but I don't think it was a major Bach work. I think it was a variety of pieces rather mm -hmm. than like a cantata or something like that. Sure. Um, yeah. And Laura Ellis will do a program that will be half on the carillon and half on the organ. And that'll be pretty exciting too, actually to be able to have a little intermission where she'll go from one instrument to the other and weather permitting, we'll all go outside and be able to enjoy that. And that should be very fun. Has there been a concert like that before where you actually get inside and outside? 
We haven't done that. And uh, I'm interested to see how it goes, but hopefully it will also highlight the Carillon series that we have in June and be able to bring some of those things together as well. Sure. And maybe I, you're not, you're not yourself a, a Carillonur, are you? I am not. I actually have never played the Carillon anywhere and uh, haven't even played the one here at Concordia Seminary. I'd like to learn, but you know, there's not a real good way to practice because it's, <laughs> it's very exposed. Everybody can hear you practicing. So what is I, noise? yeah, exactly. I may have to try it at some point, but yeah, we'll, it would be well, painful. My, my, my question was how much of that overlaps between the organ and the carillon? If, if you're a, 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 an instrumentalist on both of those, you know about how much actually overlaps in order to be really proficient on both of, both of those instruments? Yeah, so the, they are very different instruments, technique-wise, for sure. But there are some similarities. You play both with your hands and your feet, so that kind of coordination is the same. Um, but, you know, I mean, the keyboard setup is very, very different. And uh, even how you engage the belts, you know, the, the keys that you press to engage the belts, it's very different as well. So with the... Man, with the concert series coming up. <laughs> so many things. I know. Well, I was just thinking, well, now you've got me thinking about the, the carillon and practicing. There has to be a way for there people to, to practice carillon no, without and, like, everyone hearing. I should say there are practice instruments and, and or practice consoles, you know, where you can kind of practice the, the action of it. But still, I would be such a novice. It'd be like, you know, playing chopsticks on a, on a toy piano or something like that. It just would be, it'd be pretty painful. Should we pause here before we sure. let's let's take That's a pause a here idea. because I know I know Sarah has tons more questions <laughs> and I, I'm excited about the the concert season as well. We'll continue the conversation with the Reverend Dr. Jim Marriott, Craft Chair for Music Arts, Director of Music Arts at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, about the 21-22 season of uh, concerts at Concordia Seminary. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking about the concert series at Concordia Seminary St. Louis for this year. Reverend Dr. Jim Marriott, Kreft Chair for Music Arts and Director of Music Arts at Concordia Seminary St. Louis is our guest today. We've talked about uh, the premier concerts. Let's dig into the hymn festivals this year. Dr. Marriott, tell us about the upcoming opening weekend hymn festival. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we started a choral group called the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale. It's a mixed choir and it's had other names in its history as well. But it, it kind of works as a, a community choir that unites the seminary community and the wider St. Louis community. So we're reviving that choir this year. I'm very excited about that. You know, there's been a lot of factors that had us not doing that choir. We're reviving it and it will be kind of the anchor 
for these hymn festivals. Uh, we did a little bit of this last year, and Sarah participated in a, a few of these where we recorded hymns and we put them on, on social media to share different hymn settings. And again, the idea was just to promote the beauty of Lutheran hymnody and our opportunity to make music as God's people. So these hymn festivals will feature the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale and will intentionally, intentionally lift up just this beautiful diversity of Lutheran hymnody that we have. And the opening weekend hymn festival is, is no exception. So the, the program for that is based on our academic theme for this year, which is from Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So we're mm -hmm. talking about the word being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So centrality of the word and the word guiding us in our life. And in that kind of framework, we're singing all sorts of really great hymns. So we'll start the program with the African Listen, God is Calling, Through the Word Inviting. And so it's this really great little invitation gathering song where we, where we are invited into God's presence and we get to hear God's word calling us uh, and offering us forgiveness, comfort, and joy. So that's just a great way to start and a very fun way to start. We'll have all sorts of percussion going for that and the choir singing. And then we'll sing a hymn, O Splendor of God's Glory Bright, which is an ancient text with a beautiful melody. And, uh, uh, and from there, we'll go to a psalm setting from This Far By Faith. And uh, so a kind of a gospel feel. And so again, you can kind of see the diversity of the different musical sounds that we'll be creating. Uh, and that is Psalm 1, you know, the idea of delighting in the law of the Lord. And then we're also going to do the Getty hymn, Speak, O Lord, which is in the new children's hymnal just published by CPH, One and All Rejoice. We're very excited to feature songs from One and All Rejoice in these hymn festivals as well. It kind of helps represent that hymnal and that new product from CPH, which is such a blessing to so many uh, congregations. So you can, and there's many other hymns that we'll be doing. We'll be singing the the Spanish hymn, The Lord is My Light, El Señor es mi luz, and we'll be singing some of that in Spanish as well. So I'm very excited to teach the choir the Spanish, and hopefully the congregation will be able to pick it up as well. So again, you can kind of see the diversity of all of these different musical genres that help depict the beauty of music and, and uh, of God's glory, and also teach us the faith. And this is what Lutheran hymnody does, is it is it teaches us the faith and it gives, gives us the opportunity to celebrate the beauty of music and artistry while also teaching us the faith. And, and that is really the story of our Christian lives is, is bringing those things together, which is why music is such an awesome gift. That sounds like it's going to be a really, really great event. I'm really looking forward to that. How much of this is going to be congregational participation? How much of this is going to be choral if someone is is going uh to to participate yes. in this festival great question so the congregation will be singing on every hymn and then the choir will have stanzas that they'll do alone or they'll be leading we are going to feature carl shock and just kind of a memorial for carl shock and the blessing that he was to the church so we're singing a number of carl shock settings in this hymn festival especially toward the end of the program and so they also have a lot of in, um, interplay between the choir and the congregation. 
So the congregation, those that come, will certainly be able to participate in the singing almost the whole time, and the choir will be leading the congregation singing. Along with that, uh, I do want to lift up that we are live streaming the event, and so you can find access to that on Concordia Seminary's website. So if you're not comfortable coming or if your schedule doesn't allow you to come, you can watch the live stream, and we even archive the live stream for a little bit of time so you can see this program and be able to sing along with us even from home. And that's such a blessing too. Our kids love to do that as well, to sing <laughs> hymns at home. So it's always fun to be able to do. Oh, shock settings are always wonderful. They are, for it's sure. Yep. <laughs> what are the details for uh, this opening hymn festival weekend so that people know when and where to show up? Yep. So it's at the chapel here at Concordia Seminary. And it's on Sunday, August 29th at three o'clock in the afternoon. Almost all of our programs at the seminary on Sundays are at three o'clock in the afternoon. That just makes it easy to remember. And uh, so it'll be Sunday, three o'clock. And uh, yeah, it'll just be a, a wonderful opportunity to make music to God's glory. So this is August 29th. This is opening weekend hymn festival for Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. You have two more hymn festivals planned for this year, or for the academic year, I should say. Tell us about the other hymn festivals coming up in the season. Yes. So we've gotten in the habit of doing this opening weekend hymn festival as part of our opening weekend festivities. And we have a bunch of them this year because not only do we have our opening service on Friday the 27th, but we also have the inauguration of our new president, Dr. Egger, that afternoon on the 27th. So it's kind of a big weekend. But then the other festivals through the year we have one on February 6th, which is the first week of classes for our spring semester. And so in that program, we'll bring together Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. I just couldn't see us planning another event in December. You know, there's so many things that are happening in December that I thought, well, maybe we'll just bring together all three of those great liturgical seasons in one big hymn festival in February. And uh, that'll give us a chance to, to kind of cap off the Advent and Christmas season and really celebrate Epiphany. So that'll be February 6th at, um, at 3 o'clock. And then we'll do an Easter hymn festival on April 24th at 3 o'clock. And that'll kind of celebrate the music of the Easter season. And that should be a pretty awesome event as well. And again, the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale will be doing some, hopefully, some more significant choral works as part of those hymn festivals as well. So I envision those being, you know, kind of a hybrid between a music festival or a hymn festival and a choral concert where there'll be a performative um, aspect as well for the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale. Uh, and I'm excited to see how that comes together. Do you have any sneak previews of, of the hymnody that will be at either of those other two? Yes, I haven't given it much thought yet, I, I must say. So, and and we have intentionally decided this year just with all of the uncertainties that are still out there with music, not to invest in other guest musicians and organists this year. You know, in the past, we've brought in different guest organists from around the nation to be, you know, our guest artists for these hymn festivals. And we're not doing that this year. So I can tell you there'll be a lot of settings by James Marriott in all of these hymn festivals, but uh, I'm sure that we'll have kind of the same diversity in terms of hymnody will be represented at these different hymn festivals, along with choral works that fit the choir. I've got some ideas for the choral works that I want to do, but I want to see how the choir comes together first. You know, we're still just restarting this group 
and I don't want to be too ambitious what I want to try to pull off. So we'll see. We'll see how the group is. But I will tell you that the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale is shaping up to be a, just an incredible choral ensemble. It's an auditioned group, and uh, I'm very excited about those that are have already auditioned and are planning to participate. Outstanding. So between the, the premier concerts, the hymn festivals, we've mentioned briefly the after chapel concerts. And then that brings us back to next summer. And the summer tradition is the Carillon concerts as well. So Exactly. And with all of this great music that we have to look forward to this year, I tell you, I'm already looking forward to summer again. So uh, it's my favorite time of the year. And so, and those Carillon concerts are always beautiful, just that lovely outside setting and usually the weather is very nice just like it was this year and we, we don't have many details planned for those those caroline concerts yet you know it's pretty early in the year but we've had just a great team of of carolinoires in the past carl carl uh, kelderman from springfield illinois has been a great resource for us in coordinating our programs and we're really grateful for his leadership I still think you need to have some practice time on the Carillon. We'll see. And I've got other students that are asking to learn too. So who knows how this will, maybe we'll start a little Carillon Academy. That'd be, boy, wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) You should totally do it and then post some videos on social media. We should. Yeah. Just so that people can laugh at me. It would be like my brass techniques class in my undergraduate at Concordia, Nebraska, where the professor laughed at me as I was trying to play baritone. He is a wonderful man. He's a good friend. But, oh boy, that was a funny moment when I just, I, I could not do it at all. So, <laughs> Dr. Marriott, where can we find more about the concert series at Concordia Seminary and, and stay in the loop on what's happening with music at Concordia Seminary? Yep, you should be able to find it all at csl.edu slash music. And if not, then just go to the Concordia Seminary website and you'll be able to navigate that site to look up different music events. Again, the upcoming, the, the next event in the concert series is the opening weekend hymn festival, and that is August 29th at 3 p.m., correct? That's correct. And we look forward to having as many people there as we can. Outstanding. Outstanding. Hymn festival, I mean singing. So Yes, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> well, Dr. Marriott, thank you so much for sharing with us about the upcoming concert series at Concordia Seminary. We always love talking about hymns and great music here on the Coffee Hour and always have uh, have a great time chatting with you. Thanks for being our guest today. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.